Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Pods. I'm Deep T. And I'm Natalie. Um, I just want to say one thing before we start today's episode. After last week's episode where we talked about long distance flings as one of our topics, we got so many like beautiful love stories of people who were in long distance flings and they turned into really successful relationships. And I don't know. Okay, this is so cheesy, but I'm like, after reading all of them, I'm like, I think that I I can do this. I think I'm like a pessimist at heart. But I think I also people are like, well, the way you talk about it, it's like you really, really like them. So don't downplay it. And you're totally right. Like, I think I'm downplaying it because I'm a little bit scared. And I don't want to make something out of nothing. So I think I just need to acknowledge that. But um Gotta take Anyways, like, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of your stories, like a lot of your DMs or emails, like really played a part in that. So I'm going to keep you updated. I'm definitely going to see how it goes. I think one big update is I mentioned in last week's episode that I'm dating other people here in Chicago. Um, I've kind of ended those things. I've kind of uh-huh. slow faded or how deep D likes to say it slow burned or slow let it burn. slow burn because yes. Someone DM'd me this and they're like, you're kind of like hurting that other person you're dating or like wasting their time, just like how I don't want to waste my time. And they're completely right. Like, I don't think it's even though dating is like you're you should be dating other people, I think, like multiple people when you date. But you're right. Like, I'm not trying to also um, lead other people Mm. on just for selfish reasons. Right. And that's why, oh my gosh, I think that's why I love that we're building this community through this podcast, because honestly, it just connects us in so many ways because we're going through similar experiences. And because of you guys, we're able to get like different perspectives from you. And so I feel like there's just so much to learn from each other. And like, oh, I just love it. And also the fact that literally within hours, like a couple hours of us releasing the episode, we were already getting flooded with like long distance fling stories. And just like, I just loved reading them. So I just want to say thank you to you guys because it's been fun reading them. You guys are, you guys are fun. I know. I love, I loved sitting on the couch with you and just spending hours reading these stories. I know we haven't responded to most of you, but I'm telling you, we have tried to read as many like DMs and emails as we can. So we probably read your stories and we we are trying to get back to all of you guys. One of my favorite stories though, that made me like be like, hmm, maybe I should end this is someone wrote like paragraphs about how they met someone abroad and they were in this like five year long distance relationship. And then finally he (laughs) moved to the same location as her and they got married, had kids and had this wonderful life. And then she goes, and then he cheated on me. So I do not (laughs) recommend a long distance fling. I was like, oh, but then, but then she wouldn't have had her kids and that experience though. Right. I see it as I a mean, win still. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, you got like beautiful kids out of it. But she's like, yeah, she goes, drop it while you can. And I was like, cool, okay. I was like, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. And I was like, so impacted by her story. I was like, oh my God, this is beautiful. Like, wow. And then she's like, and then he cheated. And I was like, oh, Aww, man. I was like, wonderful. <laughs> I, I firmly believe in like going through phases of life with people. And then, you know, sometimes it just has to end. And now she's going to yeah. find better, you know? Okay, well, what about you? Like, what's going up with like Canadian dude? Um, honestly, nah, I don't know, dude. I've been kind of like second guessing it all because I think I'm in a space right now and I think I'll get into this more on the next episode. We can kind of like dive deeper, but I think I just kind of, I'm choosing to be single right now. And I think I kind of like that space that I'm in, you know, kind of like working on myself, coming back to the habits that, you know, that I had pre-show I feel like I've just been so consumed lately that I'm just, you know, I want to come back to myself again. And I feel like I've been saying that forever, but like, I I still quite don't feel like myself and I don't want to show up in a relationship when I'm not feeling that way. You know, I'm excited to hear about it all in next week's episode because I don't know. I mean, like I totally get choosing to be single. Um, Mm -hmm. I like completely respect that. And sometimes I kind of feel like 
I should be single right now too. I feel like there's a lot of things I just need to like work on. Um, if I'm being completely honest, yes, like my mental health was really impacted with the show coming out. Not based on like anything that happened, but just like having a really messy public relationship mm-hmm. and just dealing with that. And then also just trying to figure out kind of like, I don't know, like what I want next. So yeah. I don't know. It's just things like that of like, where does a relationship fit in? So that's also like another component. And then also yeah. it's like having fun. Like I'm kind of, I feel like I'm kind of like having so much fun. And I was like, do I also yeah. want to like settle for one person or do I just want to like kind of explore? So you know, that's the beauty of life. You can figure it out, you know? Yeah. That's the best part. Anyways, we're really excited for our episode today. We are speaking with Hasib, who was on our season. He didn't get a lot of screen time because he didn't get engaged, but he is one of my favorite people on the cast. And we're Mm -hmm. really excited for him to just tell his story, share what his storyline would have looked like if it was on the show and um, kind of his opinions of, you know, other cast members when we were filming. So we're going to introduce Hasib. From our season of Love is Blind and our dear friend, Hasib Hussein, welcome to Out of the Pods. Hey, good to be here. Good to be here. First question we always ask, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, like your career, where you're from, where you live, etc.? So I'm Hasib. I just turned 30. I live in Chicago, but I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Lived there most of my life. Moved to Chicago five years ago last month. Um, wow. I'm a lawyer by profession and uh, I work for myself. I have my own law firm and I also create content for BuzzFeed, HuffPost, and Complex. Wow, that, that is, is a lot of stuff. I love that. Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so yeah. tell us how did you get on Love is Blind? Like, how did you find out about it? How did I get onto my five seconds on Love is Blind? <laughs> it was more than that. You were at the bonfire. It was, um, it was, it was five seconds more than I would have liked. <laughs> um, so I think this is back just before COVID. Uh, I didn't really know what the show was. I saw that it was on Netflix. I didn't watch it. Um, but I was on Hinge. I was swiping right on people. Uh, this was when very single, very much looking. I matched with somebody and the person I matched with uh, chatted it up with them. Just, you know, did my regular spiel, um, <laughs> spit some game, spit some riz, what kids <laughs> call it these days. And, uh, and then I, uh, I actually, I think I got a, on a call with that person. Uh, and I was totally like, hey, we should hang out soon. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're great. But hold on a second. I'm not really like on this app to date anybody. I'm just a casting producer for this show. I think you'd be great for it. And uh, oh she's gosh, like, let me child. let me put you in touch with my casting producer if you're if you're down. I said, okay, what the hell else is going on in my life? Let me just talk to them and see what happens. And then I think like two or three calls later, they're like, oh yeah, like you're in the running to be on this show. Uh, and wow. still, I didn't have any desire to watch it or anything. I had no idea what it was all about. But they're like, would you want to get married on TV? I'm like, you know, I always do crazy stuff like that. Um, I've been like uh, background in, in TV and stuff before. So I was like, okay, whatever. Let's just see what this is all about. And um, they're like, oh, would you be comfortable getting married on on television? Uh, and I was like, let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. Wait, so what was that initial phone call about? Like, was she was she like asking questions about like yourself? Yeah, and- yeah. It's like, it was so normal. It was just like a person getting to know me. You know how you yeah. just get to know anyone else on Hinge or yeah. Bumble? It's just like, hey, what do you do for a living? So, like, where do you live in Chicago? And it was just like, she had Riz too, shit. Like, it, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, was she herself on yeah. Hinge? Okay, so she's like this good-looking casting person. Yeah, and I was just talking to her. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, what's going on? Um, and, yeah, I didn't had no idea. I, I guess I was catfished in a way. <laughs> I was just going to ask you that. Wait, yeah. so... Um, from a cultural perspective, like, were your parents okay with that? Like, did you tell them or did you keep it a secret? My parents are probably not as conservative as my Muslim counterparts. But, um, but yeah, they do. You know, the whole uh, is a thing. They're like, yeah, you want to bring honor to the family. Yes. And, uh, they don't really know what the show is about. I told them, yeah, I'm like, talking to these people about the show, they're like, you're always going to do stuff like that. Like, <laughs> there's no stopping you. Um, so they didn't really have a, 
I was always in the back of my mind, like, yeah, what would my parents think if I were to get married on this show? Mm -hmm. Um, Especially with someone they wouldn't have been okay with me marrying. Uh, But I was, I was going to do what I was going to do anyways. And my parents, they love me regardless. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no changing that no matter whether I got married on the show or not. Although I I will say if I did get engaged on the show, they would have been the best parents to have on TV. They would have went viral. The show would have like broke so many records. They're so funny. They're hilarious. Missed opportunity, you know? Oh, man. (laughs) It's their loss, not mine. It's their loss, seriously. In a way, they're protected. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) So did you ever even try to watch season one before you got on set for Love is Blind? Because, like, I was in the same position as you when I was casting. I didn't watch season one. I, I like knew the concepts because like the show was so popular during the pandemic and we were obviously casting during the pandemic, like right after season one came out, but I didn't watch it until like the very last moment. And then I was like, wait, really? Oh my gosh. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. I, like I knew the concept. They're like, oh, you like date sight unseen yeah. and you get to know someone, but seeing it actually play mm-hmm. was like very different than learning what the show was about. So for you, Hasib, like, did you even try to watch it? <laughs> So the only season that I watched was partially ours, not even the whole thing. Uh, and oh, then season three, the pods and then the engagement uh, or the the proposals and, and all that. Yeah. And then the altar. But the when I and then a little bit of season one. But guess what? When I watched it is mm-hmm. when we were in the hotel at <laughs> in at the at the filming location. Wait, that's wild. I I saw like the first three episodes. That's crazy. I had to watch it just to know what to wear. I was like, what are people wearing oh, really? in the pod? That's why I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, need I want to know like inspiration. <laughs> no, I saw I saw okay, now that I'm here, let me just see what I'm getting myself into because at this point we don't have any devices, no phones. All we have is Netflix. So I put it on. I'm like, okay, what does oh, tomorrow you guys entail? Had Netflix? Yeah. I, yeah, I thought you guys had your yes. TVs and your hotel worked. Ours didn't. It, it, the funny story about that is we had it for a few days and then we started telling the girls that we had Netflix and I think they got mad about that. Can I tell and you? And they took away. Hasib, it was me. <laughs> you told on us? <laughs> you know what I said? I was like, I think it's unfair because who was it? I think it was Kyle. Somebody told me that you guys were able to watch YouTube and I was like, that's unfair. What if some of the girls have YouTube channels? They can Google like YouTube us. And then the next day I talked to one of the guys and they're like, bro, like because of you, they took away our television. <laughs> they took away, they literally took it, the AC adapter out of the TV. I'm sorry. In we the NFL draft was that weekend. <laughs> um, so I was, I didn't know what to do with myself. I had no idea who got drafted. That's Well, so we funny. had no TV. So yeah. you were just experiencing what the women were experiencing. But I did hear about that because I think there were some women on our cast who had... Like if you search, they had they had YouTube channels, like or not like they uploaded any videos, but they had profiles, and you could see their faces like in their yeah. small profile oh. picture on YouTube. You know what's funny is I had no idea that was even a thing. I was just throwing it out there, I, and but yeah. honestly, you guys got Starbucks and TV. Like, no, that's not fair. Oh, you had in Starbucks? Oh, no, we got hotel coffee. <laughs> Proudly served by Starbucks. Let let me just put it at that. This wasn't Starbucks. It was proudly served. Oh, proudly served. <laughs> Still, you know. <laughs> um, so when you were like going into the show, like, did you think you were going to find love or was it more so like for the experience of being on TV? So my mindset was always, let's just see what happens. I have an open mm-hmm. mind. If it happens, cool. If it doesn't, you know, I'm not really like seeking that. Sure. If it did, it would be amazing. Had I found yeah. like, a counterpart there, but it, it didn't happen for me. Uh, so, and I knew pretty early, not pretty early on, I guess maybe like about halfway through that it's not going to happen for me. Mm -hmm. And at that point I was just like, let me just enjoy the ride. Uh, but my mind was always open throughout the whole thing. It wasn't, I didn't really rule it out. I wasn't also like, I have to get married on this thing. If I don't, I have no other option. I'll be okay if I get out. But, and I feel like, uh, where a lot of the guys that were there were, were like, you know, I was, I think the youngest guy actually. I was 28. Mm-hmm. I think I was 28. Yeah, I was the youngest guy. Um, there were some guys like in their mid 30s, like mid to yeah. late 30s that were like, if I don't get married here, I don't know what's the outside look like. Uh, yeah, they were kind of banking on getting married on this show. So they did it at all costs. But I um, I think I, I think I treated the process pretty fairly. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. I, that's interesting that you say that halfway through it, you kind of were like, okay, kind of threw your hands up in the air. But like, can you tell us a little bit about who you connected with the most? Like, who did you see potential with? So I really, really vibed with Ayana. Mm -hmm. uh, I knew that from the get go. The that other was... youngest. <laughs> The other youngest. Yeah. But she was so fun to just talk to. Like it was easy to get through a conversation with her. I can't say that about everybody I was talking to on the other Not side. Me? But How dare you? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't rank me high enough for me to keep, uh, keep talking to you guys. I would have loved. Oh yeah. To. I think, yeah. I think I only talked to you on day one and then yeah, what the hell happened? Like, I, I took you off. I was like, bye. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I don't know what happened actually. Yeah. I think I like ranked you pretty high. I think you're the one who ranked me off your list. No, no, I wouldn't have done that. Your voice was cool. I was literally going off of like vibes and voices. Like I don't really know. I was, I wasn't even like asking people about their lives. Like, in that first conversation yeah. i was just I was rating just people's voices see, see, honestly voices and how funny they were yes that was it like who can i talk to for hours on end is how i was going about it smart yeah and you liked my voice yeah <laughs> your voice was cool your now voice was cool yeah tell me more about my voice <laughs> no, it was it was easy to talk to you so that just i was just based oh, going you. off that. i didn't realize like people were letting like being vulnerable in their first conversation i can't do that no yeah um, i was, so I was minutes that we have yeah like yeah. Uh, these conversations where people were like i cried in the first 10 minutes of meeting that other how no how? yeah we only had 10 minutes yeah, with each no, other not my i'm experience. like <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, I, what could you have possibly said to invoke such crazy emotions in the other person? Yeah. yeah. That's so interesting you connected with Ayana because she said the same thing about you in um, a previous episode that she recorded with us. Um, what happened with that relationship? So you said, like, halfway through, things kind of, like, you so, knew that you wouldn't get engaged. Was that with Ayana or with someone else? She was pretty much between me and Jared. Uh, mm -hmm. And I never, like... Between me and Jared, it wasn't anything like it wasn't a competition or anything. Like yeah. we just we just did our thing, and then at the end of the day, uh, I think maybe two days before he proposed to her or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, she told me, "Yeah, like I'm deciding between people, and I think I have a stronger connection with him than I do with you." And I'm like, "Okay, cool, peace." Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you know, I, I really felt bad because like we we because they kept pair putting us on these dates even after they had like told us that they're not interested anymore. Yeah. So there was one day that I was so extremely tired that I'm like, I need to just sleep during this date. Like, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't like engage right now. And then she's like, "Okay, cool." And then I literally slept. We just slept in the pot. Yeah. Like, and then I messed with Jared. I'm like, "Yo, I slept with your girl." <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but he's like what <laughs> I, I like that that it's interesting because it feels like it's a competition but i like that you allowed space to be like you know i'm just gonna let whatever be and like you yeah. know allow people to vibe you know i learned i think out of that experience was that i don't think i could have caught feelings without physical presence or like actually seeing a person and being around them yeah. i just I, I like people were like crying and stuff and heartbroken I don't know how I could have caught feelings to the point where I would get that. Maybe it was just the pool of people. There's we're also in this confined space of okay, let's have casting producers pick 15 guys and then 15 girls and mm -hmm. see if it plays out. But like, yeah, they they market it as an experiment. But how much can you say it is? Because an experiment will have a way bigger sample side. Like 15 people. Like I'm I'm really just banking on the fact that they picked the 15 right people. Mm -hmm. Um. How do we know that that person that we would be willing to do that with is on the other side? It's just 15 people. It's exactly. not that many. It's a small sample yeah. size for sure. Exactly. Like uh, there's uh, maybe, maybe, maybe love is blind and maybe that maybe it could work. Uh, maybe there is somebody on the other side that I could catch those feelings with, but it just happened to be that they didn't cast that person or that person wouldn't be the type that would be on that show mm -hmm. yeah we talked about this in a previous episode if we thought love was truly blind deep d and i agreed like no one fell in love in those pots like when no. we got engaged it wasn't out of love it was just out of like we really liked someone and we were also in this bubble where emotions are really high and yep. everyone is saying they're falling in love like around you and so you think like am i what i you think like is what I'm feeling love and you assume it is yeah. um, just based on the environment. But I don't think anyone fell in love. I think physical aspect does play a huge part, just like being with someone physically, like in the same room, seeing them, you know, the way that they interact with, you know, in the, just like who they are in person. Yeah. And then additionally, you know, 
I think that people who did get married and have successful marriages, if you know they're actually successful behind the scenes as well, it was just out of luck, pure luck. I they just agree. had a person on the other side that they like it ended up working out with. That's exactly, yeah. yeah. That's exactly why I don't like dating apps either. I feel like you have to be around someone's energy to really know who they are, like see their mannerisms and stuff, you know? And that's like very yeah. important. Yeah. If the purpose of the show was to prove whether love is blind or not, that wasn't the way to do it. Mm-hmm. And if it did happen, I would say it's out of luck. Yeah. You're right. You're right, Natalie, about everyone thinking they were in love just because. Um, you know, everyone around them was having that warm, fuzzy feeling like, oh, my God, that's my person. I need to like, <laughs> it's just like you were in that environment. We we're kind of primed to feel that way. Yeah. Um, but because you're all there for that purpose. So maybe it was just confirmation yeah. bias. Like, OK, I don't know if it's love, but it must be because everyone else is feeling it. Mm hmm. I mean, Natalie and I weren't on the guy's side. So I'm just curious to know, like, who were you closest with? Like, what was the vibe like in the lounge for you? Don't, um, don't hate me, <laughs> but I initially, when I first got there, um, and I never dated him by the way, I, but, uh, I, I, I clicked with Kyle pretty well. Oh, um, okay. yeah, I clicked with Kyle. I, I think it was a lot of actually, <laughs> so I was like, oh, um, that's what I, thought dude, too, I, I was didn't, like, I, I, I didn't hate shake. I like he was not a hate. He was a likable person yeah. just as a guy. He was easy to talk to. Everybody was just talking to him. I actually liked him. I mean, it was, I didn't know what he was saying to the girls on the other side. Clearly, I saw that after after the show aired. But he was he was just a bro. Um, but going into like what was going on in the guy side, I'm going to have to break a lot of bro code here. And I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> um, it was it, it, it was everyone felt super close within the first 24 hours of being there because we're all going through this together. We got our phone numbers within the first six hours. Wow! Uh, of, yeah, we we had a going like spreadsheet. Uh, it was it was there was so many different types of personalities, but everyone was subject to the same things. So that's what I think brought us super close together. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kyle was someone I could just like look at and know what he was thinking, just because <laughs> I was probably thinking the same thing about a lot of the stuff that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Speaking about spreadsheets, because this scene plays on our season where someone's like, you know, someone says they made a spreadsheet of all the women. Yeah. Was that you then? Like, no, who, so, who was so, making that yeah. spreadsheet? <laughs> who made that spreadsheet? That's a great question. It was one of, uh, it was one of the, the only scenes that I was in. They, they caught a few <laughs> one-liners. So that was one of them. Nick came out and he had this like algorithm. So it was kind of smart what he was doing. He was like, it was also too too mechanical for me. I don't know if I could like rank women like that, but what he was doing after every date, because we went on multiple in that first day, he was ranking every woman one to 15. Hmm. Interesting. God, if that leaked. God, if that leaked. Oh, that's uh, that would be hilarious. But yeah, he was ranking them. And then he, and after the second date, he would rank them again. And then by like the fourth or fifth date, he would come out with the averages. And then it was super like meticulous. I'm like, bro, I'm not writing anything in my book. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, that's like, why I was. He, was he in stats? rank anyways. Like we still rank anyway. So was it his own little ranking system on yeah, the spreadsheet yeah. that he shared? It was, exactly. It was like for him to know, keep, keep track of where he placed everybody so that by the time we need to list whoever we were ranked, oh. uh, he would, he would easily have it. Uh, so he was like at the averages of all numbers. I'm, and then he like showed us in the pods, like how he was doing it. I'm like, bro, like you literally made an Excel spreadsheet in your note. <laughs> literally. And, and, and then he's like, oh yeah, that's just me. That's like, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I always went just by like gut feeling of like, okay, this, like I feel very good with this person. So that's how I'm going to rank. I don't think I really paid attention to what they were saying per se. I think it was like you, Hasib, where you go kind of by like tone of voice and vibe mm-hmm. versus, you know, what yeah. they're really saying. Like, like in the beginning, in the memorable, first stages right. of Exactly. Yeah. If I like you enough, I would remember exactly. you. And I would yeah. remember your name. If you didn't make an impression on me, I'm, it probably won't work out. Exactly. And so I was able to weed people out that way. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying I weeded you guys out. Uh, I think you guys weeded me out. No, I don't think so. Also, I got like fatigued yeah, towards the end. I was like so It was fatigued. tiring. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. I think Joey was my last one. And I was like, Joey, I just don't have it in me. I'm bored. Which goes into why I don't think that experiment is the way to do it. Because like, it, how can you know how to rank 
15 people within the first a five minute conversation with them. Like, right. and then, and yeah. then you never get to speak to that person again. If you rank them low enough, and they rank you low enough. Yeah. Like what if there was like yeah. redeem, a redeeming thing? Plus your state of yeah, mind just, should be the same for every single date. Yeah. So if you're like getting tired, obviously the date is going to change. You know what I mean? Your mindset's yeah. different. So. Yeah. Cause you're having like same conversation, asking the same basic questions. Like what's your name? How old are you? What do you do for work? Like, where are you from? I do. I do think though, you're right, Deep D, like in the later dates, like I remember Sal was my last date and I was so tired. So anything he was saying to me just wasn't clicking. Like I was less <laughs> interested to hear what he had to say because I heard the same thing like 14 times prior. Yeah. But Shane was my third to last date. And I remember like feeling like, whoa, like, oh my gosh, I really like talking to this guy. Same. Which, That's why yeah. I ranked him tw- a second. <laughs> And then you yeah. did. You read Shane. Second? Sal was my first, and uh, Shane was my second, and then Kyle was my third. Shake was at the very bottom of that list. <laughs> oh wow, wow! And the, how Where they was bring I? you they kept putting me with him. I'm pretty sure Hasiba, I ranked you way higher than Shake. You're totally right because I think I ranked. So Shane was always my number one, and then it was always Joey, Jeremy, Rocky. Like the my top three after Shane always changed. Um, but I would keep getting put into dates with Nick Thompson, Kyle randomly. And I was like, what are you doing? Like, please. I was like, I'm trying to rank you off, but he would continuously like put me on dates with him. So I never understood like how that works. Like, were we paper matches like compatible on paper? And they were like, you know, that's how they make sure we're not missing matches type of thing. Hasib, I do know I ranked you actually pretty high. And I think the big thing was you came off so professional the way you spoke compared to the other men. I think when you said you were a lawyer and then you talked about like, you know, what you did for work, I think the way we speak was very similar at the time. Like we're very just professional. That's what I remember. And then I never saw you again. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I don't don't know what their system was, but um, it didn't work for me. I just, uh, a lot of weeding out. This is something that we've heard from men on the other side, like other men on their cast. But there were women who were really popular in the beginning. Like, who were these women? Um, So there were rumblings about what some of the women on the other side would look like. And we would always try to, in the back of our mind, um, think about it. It's just natural. You're going to want to think about who you're talking to. Yeah. Um, So we took, like, or a lot of the guys, what they did were think about, like, their professions or hobbies what they're into to try to piece together what some of the others were looking like, what they think that other person would look like. But I think they heard that somebody worked at like somebody was a bottle girl. And then in the back, and I think, I think she only told like one or two people that, and then we were all talking about who the other girls were on the other side. So we, it was like a bunch of what all the women were telling different men to complete the story of what, each woman was mm-hmm. um yeah like oh she sense. said like she said she was a bottle girl okay in the back of my mind now i know like what the type of a bottle girl. like i know my preconceived notion of what a bottle girl is is what i think that she falls into so we're putting in people into buckets that way or like someone who was like yeah or I, I guess natalie you said that uh you were telling people that you haven't worked out in so long so people thought you were a little bigger than you are <laughs> I'd be like, I yeah. haven't worked out in 42 days. <laughs> I worked out a lot Shane. and I was still, I worked out a lot and I was still big. <laughs> and Shane was like, yeah, I was a little bit worried. Like, I don't know, you know, like, is she going to be on the bigger side? That's something that I did hear. So like on the women's side, we didn't really talk about no. like, like what the men potentially can look like. And we never really shared information of what, like what we were talking about on our dates with each other. Like it was never but we've heard on, you know, yeah. it was kind of the opposite in the men's lounge. Like you guys shared everything. And like you were, like you said, you were able to say like, someone said, this girl worked as a bottle service and she's blonde. So she must be like really hot. Like those preconceived notions and assumptions were made, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and so, yeah, we were just curious, like, was there anyone that was like super popular, like one of the blondes or. <laughs> I think, I think people. What, I think I think she was popular in the beginning uh, until people went on more dates with her. Um, but they they kind of assumed what what she looked like. And you're right, we were doing a lot of talking uh, and a lot of guessing. But 
and, and some people were just assuming, okay, it's Netflix casting. Everyone just must be hot. Um, <laughs> so you can't go wrong with whoever you end up with. Yeah. But but I think I think she was pretty popular. I think Shayna was pretty popular too at the beginning. Um, uh, Natalie, you were really popular. Um, oh, I was. And yeah, you people <laughs> kept saying, "Yeah, I love Natalie." And then D- you actually both were really popular at the outset, um, just because uh, you were also both um, pursued by 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 the guys who were the, the loudest or the most vocal in the guys' quarters. <laughs> so you guys were like spoken about a lot. So, so oh, that makes we, my we, stomach hurt. I don't know why. We, no, in a good way. It wasn't anything bad. It was like a lot of good. So like a lot of the really louder guys or the guys who spoke a lot spoke a lot about you guys. So we heard a lot about you. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. By all good things. It really wasn't at that time. It really wasn't anything bad about anybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's- I mean, was a loud guy named Shane? <laughs> oh, I mean, Shane, Shane wears his heart on his sleeve. Yeah. Um. And he, 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 he said, he, he mentioned you like, he was pretty like Natalie all the way, like <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> Interesting. That's what we all Interesting. My That's brother. not what he said to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh. The, the argument that we had in the pods was actually about deep D. Like she actually played, I didn't know anything about Shayna. It was deep D that I thought was like, oh, you're telling me it's me, but you actually really like deep D. So it was oh, very, and then they it was just interesting. Yeah. 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 So it was I interesting see, actually see. watching the storyline TV and being like, wait, that's not what happened in my head. Yeah. It was crazy. They were taking conversations from different days and then putting it over visuals of another day. It was like really insane. Wild. Yeah. Wait. So um, you connected with one other person in the pods, I believe. But can you share what your mindset was kind of going through that time? Because Obviously, everyone, it was like proposal day. What made you n- decide not to propose? And did you feel any pressure to propose? Because everyone around you was as well. Okay, so after Ayana dumped me, <laughs> after after she's like, after she's like, no, I like the other guy better. I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do now. Now I'm just here for like four or five days. And then I go get to go back to Chicago. Um, I wouldn't call my other person a connection because it wasn't mm-hmm. um but we i did have um the, my final two came down to ayana and then juhi mm-hmm. uh and juhi was someone that i just knew from from before the show uh at the end of the day it was just really like you know someone that i already know i could just get through like days with mm-hmm. uh so it was just like casual conversation about life um so it was just like okay it's kind of nice having someone who you already know mm-hmm. uh so uh, and then by the time, well, I guess everybody thought I didn't know her or anything like that. So by the time that proposal day came around and then they're like, oh, do you want to marry her or not? I'm like, dude, like, no, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wasn't, I didn't have a connection with her. It was just like, okay, I'm subject to just being here and I have to get through it. Um, and that was the only person that I had left. Uh, every, like they, they get you down to two people at the end of it all. So when one says no, you're, you have no choice but to just speak to the, the last one up until the point that we have uh, proposals. And I wasn't going to marry someone that I had no feelings for or connection with or, or anything. I could have. I could have totally faked it. I could have said, yeah, like, let's get married and then never intended or let's get married and propose to her never intended to go to an altar or like have a breakup. But I don't know how they would have spun it. It could have, you know, maybe it would have been viral. I don't know. <laughs> but um uh, I, I had that option. I, I'm sure like if I spoke to her uh, and said like, we should just fake it together. And I don't know whether she would have said yes or not, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I was not where my mind was at that time. Yeah. You chose not to drink for religious reasons when you were in the lounge. Was that ever like an issue for you? Considering like one of the things that Deep T said is like, it feels like you're in a, a party environment when you're in those lounge. So was that tough for you to not drink? Oh no! It was the easiest thing in the world. No one yeah, shoved it down same. my That's throat. It was, it was like no one. Everyone's around me. Even it's like just like going to a club. Yes. You're at a club. Everyone's drinking around you. You have water in your hand. People think you're drinking anyway, so there's no pressure or anything like that. It was so chill. Nobody, nobody was like, "You need to drink this." Mm-hmm. Um, there was plenty of water for me to drink, and uh, the producers knew that. They were like, "Okay, let's just make sure he's hydrated." Um, it wasn't, it wasn't anything crazy. Uh, I was under no inclination to take a sip of anything. There was enough for me to 
Um, I was drinking so much soda, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I was too. I was in the same boat where I drank very little in the pods. I think I had maybe um, a glass of champagne and one shot in the very beginning. And I was able to avoid alcohol or say no to it very easily. Um, if I felt pressure from anyone, it was definitely the cast. Um, you know, like the women being like, oh, like take a shot mm-hmm. or like have a drink because we're yeah. having fun. It's such a party um, environment. Not a party environment, yeah. but like when you get in the lounge, you're with everyone. It's exciting. So you're like, oh yeah, let's have a glass of champagne or let's do a shot together. But you're but you're right, Hasib. It's like just like when you go out in social settings, there's alcohol around you at the clubs or at the bar. You know, even when you have dinner, like you have a glass of wine. But I do have to say, like, towards the end when I was getting tired, I had to, like, reduce my alcohol consumption because I was, like, getting tired. <laughs> I was like, I'm exhausted. I can't drink, you yeah. know? But, yeah. Yeah. It's no different than just being, just kicking it with your friends. Like, um, everyone's going to have it around you. If you have something in your hand, no one's going to tell you to drink anything because people are going to think you're drinking anyways. Yeah. 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 So when you, um, so when our season came out, season two, did you watch it? And what did you think about all the storylines? Like, what did you think about the, how it all played out? So I saw the pods, I, all, all of that I saw. I saw, I think three, I think I stopped right before the um, honeymoon. I honestly forwarded a lot. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 it's, I have ADD. <laughs> it's very hard for me to sit through stuff. And I, if I watch anything on Netflix, it's at 1.5 speed. And you can only do that like on an iPad or an iPhone. So it's very difficult for me to get through things. So um, I did a lot of hopping around, especially when I know how, how it unfolds and I know how the endings play out. What I was really watching for was the edits. Like what type of edits are people getting? And my... Um, my interest peaked after I saw like some of the stuff people were saying. So I was like, okay, that that's enough for me to want to like finish this. So I saw the pods and then I saw uh, a few of like the, in between the family meeting scenes and stuff like that. And then I saw the weddings. You were at so my those wedding. Were the only- <laughs> yeah. I was at your wedding. You yeah. Were. Thanks for the invite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, a, I think, you know, that was the only wedding that I didn't feel like I had to bring like a wedding gift. Yes. Because you because <laughs> it just felt yeah. like it, it just felt like it was filming. Yeah, all right. Like, who do I make this out to? Imagine like writing yeah. a check and you guys like saying no to the altar. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, deep D and or shake like two hundred dollars. Hopefully, yeah. you would prefer me, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. funny. <laughs> uh, oh, interesting. Were you surprised at like the edits people got? Like, because I know Hasib, you and I didn't really know each other during filming. I know we met like after filming was. Uh, was done but like even then like we didn't interact a bunch were you like I'm assuming you had preconceived notions of who Deep D and I were just based on what you heard from the other guys um, and just talking to us like were you surprised at the edits and also so, knowing the other yeah. guys in the lounge as well I I think I was a little surprised just because I didn't know a lot of the stuff that people were saying about each other in the pods yeah, um, yeah. And when that came out, I'm like, wow, that's really crazy. Like that person said that about that person. Um, But we did get the chance to hang out at least a little bit, I think, on that beach party day. Mm -hmm. So I got a sense of like your personalities, but I didn't really know the women, um, like how some of the other guys knew the women because they kept um, kept themselves on the show. But I didn't. So I I a lot of it was just like stuff I heard it. But I don't think any of the women really like surprised me. Uh, Yeah. Who surprised you the most? Like, what was the most surprising for you watching the show? It's got to be Shayna. I, I, so Shayna, I kind of like, say. so I, during filming, Kyle like called me here and there and he would like film me on what's going on. Interesting. Uh, so he's like, yeah, like she's, I didn't get invited to the, he was really sad about not being invited to the beach party. And then I was like, why? It was, it was kind of a funny conversation. Um, but then he was like telling me about all the stuff. And then after you guys did the reunion, he told me like about what happened at the reunion and stuff like that. So Kyle was kind of my insider through it all. Um, no one else was really talking to me, um, but I wasn't mad about it. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think the person that surprised me the most. Um, so I, I didn't know that Shake was saying a lot of the stuff that he was. Mm-hmm. I had like I didn't know he was asking women Same. about like can I carry you at like on on my shoulders. Like when we were talking to him in the pods, I, I had no idea that he was like so worried about how much these people weighed. I think he I think he was one of the ones that said like I assume that they're all just pretty because this is Netflix. Netflix you can't go wrong. Uh, I'm like damn 
then how did I get casted? <laughs> um, yeah, it was, uh, I, I had no idea he was saying a lot of the stuff he was, but I also, I didn't know there's a lot of this drama going on. Um, yeah. Just because like I wasn't paying attention when I was around you guys while you guys were filming. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know that like there was so much beef and like Shayna wanted to talk to Shane. I, I just the only time I saw it visually was in the pods when Shane was really upset about something. And then I kind of knew what that was about. But then the story, I didn't ever ask anybody. I just like I really if I if I let it linger, I probably don't care in the future. But then I, and then I saw it again when it aired. Um, no, Shane, Shane's at it. Shane's at it. Didn't really like surprise me. Um, he, he's a upbeat, energetic person. And I think at the end of it all, that's what we got. Um, but I, uh, I, I speak to him too, sometimes as well. Uh, he's, he still keeps in touch. I think like, I'm happy for all the stuff he's been doing too. Um, but I don't like really, I have like an individual relationship with everyone. I still keep in touch with on the cast. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty happy with the people that I still keep in touch with, mm -hmm. but uh, I don't think I've had a falling out with anybody. I, I think, I think shake blocked me on Instagram. Uh, oh, why? Really? Odd. I tried to, I, I don't know. I don't know what I did, Yeah, but I tried to follow him. I tried to follow him on Instagram because I think he removed me as a follower and then I tried to follow him back. Yeah. And, then he, um, and then he texted me. He, he, he's like F off with that follow. <laughs> I think I still have. I, I don't yeah. know if I could pull that message up, but yeah, he's like f off with that follow. I don't know why he. Uh, maybe it was some stuff I was saying on TikTok. I don't know what it was. Yeah, interesting. Um, but I think people were asking on my TikTok like, was Shake really as bad as they say he is, or as bad as he comes off on TV? And honestly, I think a few of the times I'm like, you know, sh t TV makes Shake look really, really bad. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think we know how Shake is as a person. But TV makes him look really, really bad. Yeah. Um, you might have your own feelings about Shake. I have my own. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I think his edit surprised me the most. Yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, I was in the same boat as you. Like, obviously, I cared for him so much throughout the whole process. But finding out when the show was airing that he was saying such shitty things that didn't even get aired, he actually kind of got a good at it. That's when I'm like, oh, my God, like, that's really messed up. You know what I mean? But also, I don't have any, like, ill will towards him whatsoever. I think, like, I just choose not to have his energy around me and wish him the best. You know, there's no yeah, hard feelings. Yeah. You know? To each their own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't hate shake. I don't hate anybody no, on the show. Honestly, like I'm not, it's not. Ask me, ask me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you that might hate a people. little bit more petty. <laughs> I am. She, look, she hates one people thing about me. Y'all, y'all are me. girls, girls. You, you, you yeah. Got, you, gotta be girls. I was like, you fuck with like my girlfriends. Like I will hold it against you forever. Yeah. I'm like, I nurse my grudges. Like they're yeah. little babies in my life. <laughs> I, I, I feel like guys should be a little more like that. I all my relationships, if they do right by me, I don't I don't care how they are with other people. If they do mm -hmm. right by me, I'll give them the respect that they deserve. Yeah, um, that's and deep treat deep. them how and treat them that's how they treat me. Yeah, um, yeah. But sure. I it, and only very my close brothers. I can be as tribal as you are, Natalie. And like you mm -hmm. fuck with my brothers, you f with me, and you don't want to f with me. Um, totally. but unless, if they're just like a casual friend that I'm not really that close with, if they, um, if they really screw them over, I, 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 I still give that person the benefit of the doubt. Um, just because if I heard one side of it, I want to, I want to explore the other it, before yeah. making that determination yeah. and treat them based off of how they treat. Them. Yeah. See, yeah. this is why I, I mean, like you and respect you so much. Yeah, yeah. This is why I like you so much, Haseeb. I always have. <laughs> Because you're just yeah. mature. You're the youngest from the cast, but you're the most mature. My friends would yeah. beg to differ. They're like, you're so immature. Like, you make the, <laughs> the weirdest jokes. I'm like, no, you are. Hot. You're so mature. Like, when you just said that, I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, that's mm -hmm. what it means being human. Like, just because you do something negative or bad to, you know, someone doesn't mean you're this negative or yeah. bad person. But for me, I think I'm so protective of my friends and family that I was like, you hurt my friend. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to hurt you right back, bitch. Like, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah, I think right you can, which you. is, like, not good. Yeah, I mean, you can be that way, but also allow people to make mistakes and be of, like, a growth mindset. Because, yeah, we're just here learning yeah. and, like you said. Being I was like, you fuck with Deep D? And I was like, oh, I'm going to burn your life. Like, just watch. <laughs> 
but hey, that's, <sighs> you know what they say, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Okay, this is out of pure curiosity, Hasib. This question's kind of coming out of nowhere. But do you think that anyone on the cast, on the men's side, did the show for the wrong reasons? Because you did interact with all of them. You don't have to say names, but like, so did you get the I feeling? Do, I do feel like some of the guys, I, I don't know whether like, I don't know what to consider the right reason or the wrong reason, because I don't know whether like just being there just for the experience is a right or wrong reason. Um, I think a lot of the guys or some of the guys there were like, you know, if we don't propose, we don't get aired. So if that's a wrong reason, I can tell you this much that that was being said. Um, I can't, I'm not going to say by who, but it's like, you know, it's a consideration, which is why this whole experiment, quote unquote, whatever you want to call it, doesn't seem so genuine to me. If you are truly trying to determine whether love is blind, don't add the factor of, you know, just a small sample side. And then on top of that production and reality TV and Netflix and fame and Instagram clout, because when all of that gets in the mix, everything gets muddy. And intentions will obviously go awry. Yeah, so I, I think it was always a consideration in the back of people's minds. Um, but I, I do think some feelings were genuine. I do think some feelings yeah. were genuine. Um, like, uh, I, I know if I, I, I'm, I might not be a great actor, but I can't cry like some of the guys were crying. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah. I don't think I don't think I would get to that point. Or maybe they they're able to develop those feelings in that way and that's just not what i do um but yeah i I can tell you that the 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 whole like we'll be on tv we'll get famous we'll get brand deal sponsorships stuff like that was always in the back of people's minds was it in the back of mind um i knew that the people from season one did get pretty big i didn't know how big you guys were gonna get you actually did surprise me like i i didn't know what to expect but I, you guys got like, I, I think I, I went out with you deeply once and people mm-hmm. were like, oh shit, like, let's get pictures with her. And then Kyle was there and stuff. And then mm-hmm. uh, Kyle was like, oh yeah, you know, he was on the show too. And then they're like, are you Hasib? I'm like, no. <laughs> um, I think that as the seasons continue on, I think that muddleness that you're talking about is going to get higher and higher and it's inevitable, you know, because they see what's happening in the pro- the prior seasons yeah yeah no yeah. for as long as the show is popular it will it will continue to garner people that want to want to be famous online yeah. but the only reason i asked about like the right reasons um and thanks for clarifying that is yeah I, you know on the women's side we didn't really talk about what beyond maybe like three or four people like what everyone wants out of this experiment and you know i always was curious, like on the men's side, yeah, did people openly talk about it? But it sounds like some people did, which is interesting. I think I don't think it was framed as more so like, what do you want out of it? More so like, you know, this, like in just casual communication with others, it's like, you know, that that is also what comes with this. And people kind of yeah. acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah. there were some that some more than others that brought it up more than a few times. But, um, but I think that's when, when that gets brought up that much is when I start questioning, like, okay, that's what you're mainly here for. You yeah. might be here for love still. Some were, but you're also here for that too. Yeah. You're able to and read between the it, lines. Yeah. You're able to like read between the lines with conversations, but they're not like outwardly saying it to you. Yeah. You know? And, then, and, and then, I think, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say like, I guess to reframe it, it's more so the, for me, I think because I had like, I hope like Shane and I were very much real. Like I would have never said yes to him if I like didn't feel so strongly in that moment. And I hope he would have never proposed to me if he didn't feel like this could go like he what he felt in love with me type of thing. Um, So it's curious. I mean, it's just interesting to see like maybe some people did propose because it was more like a let's just kind of like see what happens just because that wasn't my storyline yeah yeah or what and, i experienced and, and it's okay like it, uh, wh- however anyone wanted to do it i think at the end of it all to me um none of us are married uh <laughs> we're all chilling we're all like uh, at the end, it was just something we did it was just something we did i yeah. think yeah. like you know the past is behind us and we're just we're just chilling we're here for the vibes and Everyone's doing their own thing now. Yeah, let's cheer for the vibes. Um, so we have a little segment on this podcast called "Is It a Red Flag?" <laughs> so um, we had some of our listeners submit 
situations that they are currently in or they're looking back on, like, is it a red flag? So we're going to share them with you and you're going to let us know if it's a red flag. So I'm going to share situation number one. Um, So this listener said she DM'd us um, on our Instagram page out of the pods. She said, I've recently started dating my boyfriend and he believes that in relationships, there shouldn't be any secrets. He is adamant that my phone shouldn't be locked and that he should or he should have the passcode. But there are some conversations between my family and friends that I would like to keep private. This has become an issue in our relationship. Is this a red flag slash what should I do? So is him asking for the password a red flag? Yeah, like he's adamant like she should not have like a lock screen on her phone or if if she does, like he should have the password. uh, I, I... So I think that if he, I I think it is a red flag if he's so adamant about asking for the password. Um, Sounds a little controlling to me. I don't know. But I I think she, I I agree with her because there are conversations that people come out to me. They they ask me to swear our secrets, clients, people, relationship advice. And I'm giving people this advice. And I, I don't know if I could like let my significant other look at all this because at that point I'm disrespecting that person's privacy and their trust. I don't want to breach that trust because they're bestowing it in me just by messaging me. They're, they're not thinking that someone else has access to my phone. That's why they're being candid with me. So I I think if he can respect that, then he won't ask for that password. Yeah. Yeah. And And I was just thinking about like, I had a conversation with my friend and she was telling me the color of her doo-doo and I'm like, I don't want my boyfriend reading that. Like why she should (laughs) like, I'm sure she's not like, don't share this, you know, like, uh, yeah, no secrets, but she doesn't you shouldn't be privy to, to that know. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. She's Girls just asking, sending, like, is this yeah. natural? You yeah, know, like, yeah. she's like, is that like, okay, that this is the color of my doo-doo? And I was like, yeah. Plus, it, you feels, know, I, I, yes. it feels like this guy has some trust issues from like past relationships and he shouldn't be like bringing those like traumas into the current relationship. You know, it's like, why do you need the password? Is there no trust here? Like... You know, I think that's the broader issue, really. <laughs> yeah, I think it stems from some sort of insecurity. Uh, yeah. Why does he want to know what's going on in your phone so bad? And if that's the case, then that's toxic. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like if it's becoming, I think there's one thing to just ask and be like, I feel more comfortable. It's another thing when it becomes an issue. Like, clearly, she's not on the same page. Right. She's not. It doesn't sound like she's willing to compromise. She's like, there's conversations I'd like to keep private. I don't believe that there shouldn't be any secrets in a relationship. If my mom or my dad tells me something and they're like, don't share it, or my best friend or my sister does, like, I'm not going to share it with my significant other. Yeah. yeah. And plus, it's a recent yeah. relationship. Like, absolutely not. Like, oh, she says, yeah. She said recently yeah. started dating. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah, he's not flag. your husband. Yeah. Red I, flag. I, okay. Yeah, red flag for sure. Like, okay. Situation number two, I have been with my fiance for three years. When we first started talking about marriage, we always agreed we would sign a premarital agreement. Recently, I inherited a little bit of money from my grandmother. When the topic of the prenup came up again, my fiance said she no longer wants to sign a prenup because marriage should be a forever thing and claims that it is bad luck. I still trust and love my fiance, but my family thinks that this is an issue. Should I be worried? And I guess, is it a red flag? I mean, how much from your grandmother? (laughs) Honestly, any amount. I'm still like. So I ain't saying she a gold digger. (laughs) But she ain't messing with (laughs) it. But I think she might be a gold. I mean, if you came across a windfall and you had agreed on a prenup and now that she knows you're getting a little bit of money and she doesn't want it anymore. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Red flag. Because like the. Because now she's asking for like, because what a prenup does is takes you out of the general rule, which is like marital property, community property, ma- property that was obtained during a marriage gets split evenly amongst the spouses. And then um, and then the significant others get to live the lifestyle that they were living, which is g- gets paid in alimony. And what the prenup does is account for other things or like kick you out of that default rule. So if she wants something else aside of, aside from a rule that might already be kind of fair because you came across money. And if her, if her views on it is changing, then I think it has a lot to do with the fact that you're coming across money. So that's a red flag. So yes, yeah, she's a gold digger. Interesting. 
Interesting. I think it depends on like how, how much? much this person is inheriting. What if it's only like 10,000? I mean, is he just making the assumption she doesn't want to sign it? This is what it sounds like. Like this person is just making the assumption. No. That is because of that. Of that she yeah, wants yeah it. exactly. Yeah, yeah, but maybe you know? it's just so, like so, things change. Because yeah. Deep D, you and I talked about how prenup isn't it's it like wasn't, wasn't something you ever thought about. No, I never did. Yeah. From a, you know, from a brown perspective, like I was like, no, it's enough. It's enough to call it a red flag to yeah. kind of like look deeper into it. But mm-hmm. maybe we don't know the full picture. Maybe maybe some other things have changed on her end. But yeah. prenups are usually something that people don't really change the thoughts about. Yeah, I think people are like either pro prenup or like why do we need a prenup? Right. So they so have the fact that views either way. Yeah. yeah. So what happened along the way for her to want to change mm-hmm. that? And has it has, does that? that. Yeah. And does that have anything to do with the inheritance? Wait. From a from a legal perspective, Hasib, I'm just curious. Like, if you um, inherited the money after you got married, are is your spouse entitled to that if you get a divorce and you don't have a prenup? But if, or as opposed to getting the money before you got married, so that's where I guess the line is drawn because money that is obtained in during a marriage gets divided when there is a divorce in the default rule without a prenup. So that money is something they get bef- after, after after they're married. They so that would that would get divided. Oh, um, so, but if it happened before, then that really isn't money that can be divided. Mm-hmm. But but what you have to think about is how much money there is, and then whether she's entitled to alimony because if they use that money to maintain a lifestyle for her, she has a right to continue living that lifestyle. Oh, oh that's interesting. Interesting. Okay. Wow. Oh, man. I just feel like there's not enough information. If it was like millions of dollars yeah. and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sketch. But if it's like a little it's bit of money, amount. which I don't think that means like millions, it's probably like 10, 20,000, which is still a lot of money to some people. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, like yeah. in the grand scheme of like life and time, it's not. Yeah. So plus I changed my yeah. mind. Bye. You know, I'm like, you know what? Marriage should be forever. You ain't divorcing me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess it, if you have yeah. that mindset, that's like, why is a prenup, you know, yeah. needed? Because I definitely had that prenup. Pri- I, I definitely had that thought prior, but I would right now, I would always sign a prenup. Like yeah. my mindset changed. So I don't know if she's like in the mindset of like where I was before of like, why do we need a prenup? It's like, you know, you're not a millionaire. I'm not a millionaire. Okay. Maybe you know, this like, is a yellow flag. It's a yellow flag. <laughs> Maybe not quite red. <laughs> Or Hasib is right. Because you've seen a lot of cases like this, I feel like, Hasib. We've heard of it since you're a lawyer. I hear of them a lot. I read up on divorces a lot just to talk about on TikTok. But yeah. I mean, so. if a if a girl is like, I'm not signing a prenup, is she, you know? Is she a gold digger? Not all the time. Yeah. <laughs> because, because, because in the back of uh, a lot of women's mind is, why are you planning for our separation before we're even married? So that's a fair thing to push back on. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Well, those were our two situations. Mm -hmm. I mean, guys, if you're listening, you want to get our opinions if something is a red flag, please DM (laughs) us at Out of the Pods. (laughs) Uh, Um, Hasid, before we let you go, we did have one question for you. Like, what does the future look like for you? Like upcoming projects? What are you working on? So I'm continuing to grow my law firm. Thank God it's going super well. Um, completely solo, don't have any employees, don't have any other lawyers I work with. It's just, you know, it's an ideal situation. I wake up at 11 a.m. every day, so I'm chilling. But um, <laughs> but all my clients come in through social media platforms like TikTok, Instagram. So I'm talking about law, what you can, what, what rights you need to know you have. I also create content for BuzzFeed, HuffPost, and now Complex. So one of my That's favorite amazing. brands, one that I always wanted to work with. So it's been super exciting. Uh, I also have been doing some like true crime documentaries. So Ooh. I just I just did one. Um, I just did one. It's on Tubi. I'm working on another one, which we'll film in a couple of weeks. So wow. stay tuned for that. That's now. amazing. Where can we find you on social media? What are your handles? So on Instagram, it's Hasib, H-A-S-E-E-B-H-U-S-N. So it's Hasib Hussein, but my last name isn't completely spelled out. And then on TikTok, it's Hasib Legal, which is the name of my law firm. People ask why my law firm's name Hasib Legal because that's such a tacky name for a law firm. It's because I had to think of a law firm name on the spot at the bank when I was there. (laughs) 
I love it. I love it. That's the only thing I thought about. (laughs) Well, Haseeb, thank you so much for spending time and talking to us today. We like, I feel like I got to know more about you, even though we are friends. Um, But we need to, we need to hang out more and like we're in the same city. And, but yeah, it was very interesting to see your perspective from the guy's side and also, you know, just seeing storylines play out. But thank you so much for coming on Out of the Pods, Haseeb. My pleasure. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And thanks for listening to me talk about nonsense. (laughs) It wasn't nonsense, nonsense, but thank you so much. It was so great having you on. You know, as we mentioned, we have loved hearing your story so far, especially on the long distance flings. But tell us what you thought about this episode. So continue sending all of your comments and your questions to our Instagram page at Out of the Pods. And make sure you leave a review and subscribe. See you next Monday. Bye.